You are a badass, chapter six. Love the one you is. If we really love ourselves, everything in life works. Lewis Hay, author, publisher, and the godmother of self-help, who was doing it way back when it wasn't cool. I was hanging out with my brother at my brother Bobby's house one day, lying on the couch, watching his then two-year-old son waddle around. At one point, someone knocked something off the coffee table, and my little nephew bent down to pick it up. Bobby turned to me and said, did you see that? That guy knows exactly how it's done. He bends at the knees, keeps his back straight, hips squared, stomach tight, flawless. Thrilled to have such a willing and skilled exhibit A, Bobby then proceeded to spend the next couple of minutes dropping more things on the floor. A spoon, a TV remote, a can of empty can of beer, and my nephew in perfect form continued to pick up all as my brother kept up a running commentary on his posture, muscle usage, seriousness of manner, and the fact that my nephew was pulling it all off with great dignity, even though his diaper was sagging. It's incredible. The kid can flip over a car without straining his back, and I can barely pull up my pants without having to be rushed to the hospital. When we're born, we have an instinctual understanding of some of the most important basics of life that includes and goes way beyond bending at our knees instead of our lower backs to pick up a beer can off the floor. We're We're born knowing how to trust our instincts, how to breathe deeply, how to eat only when we're hungry, how to not care about what anyone thinks of our singing voices, dance moves, or hairdos. We know how to play, create, and love without holding back. Then, as we grow and learn from people around us, we replace many of these primal understandings with a negative false belief, fear, shame, and self-doubt. Then we wind up in emotional and physical pain. Then we either numb our pain with drugs, sex, booze, TV, Cheetos, etc., or we settle for mediocrity, mediocrity, or we rise to the occasion, remember how truly mighty we are, and we set out to relearn everything we knew at the beginning all over again. It's like we're born with a big bag of money, more than enough to find the, any dream of ours, and instead of following our instincts and our hearts, we invest in what other people believe we should invest in. Some people invest in believing they're too old to go out clubbing when they love nothing more than a boogie. Some invest in being tough and too cool for school when all they want is love and connection. Some invest in being ashamed of their sexuality instead of being their glorious gay selves. As we continue to buy into these things that aren't even true for us, our inner fortunes dwindle. And it isn't until we reconnect with who we truly are and start investing in what's true for us that we start to live rich, full, authentic lives. And while there are countless ways that we rip ourselves off, there's one way in particular that is without a doubt the most rampant and most devastating of all. We invest everything we've got in believing we're not good enough. We arrive here as perfect little bundles of joy and then set about the task of learning to unlove ourselves. How unbelievably ridiculous is that? Self-love, the simplest and yet most powerful thing ever, flies right out the window when we start taking it out in outside information. I'm not talking about conceit or narcissism, because these things also come from fear and lack of self-love. I'm talking about a deep connection with our highest selves, an unshakable ability to forgive our lowest. I'm talking about loving ourselves enough to let go of guilt, resentment, criticism, and embrace compassion, joy, and gratitude. 
When we're happy and all in love with ourselves, we can't be bothered with the bullshit, our own or other people's. Imagine what our world would be like if everyone loved themselves so much they weren't threatened by other people's opinions or skin colors or sexual preferences or talents or education or possessions or lack of possessions or religious beliefs or customs or their general tendency to just do whatever the hell they are. Imagine how different your reality would be and the reality of everyone surrounding you if you woke up every morning certain of your own lovability and your critically important role on this planet. And if you poo-pooed shame, guilt, self-doubt, and self-loathing and allowed yourself to be, do, and have everything your little heart desired. Yeah, that's the kind of world I want to live in. In the interest of perpetuating such radical, reality-alterating self-love, here are some of the best ways to win yourself over again. 1. Appreciate how special you are. There will never be anyone exactly like you. You were given special gifts and talents to share with the world. And even though everybody has special gifts and talents, nobody will use theirs quite the same way as you do. You have a way of being in the world and a perspective that's unique to you. You're the only one who thinks your thoughts the way you think them. You've created your own unique reality and are living your life according to your own unique plan. And you're the only you that will ever be. You're kind of a big deal. Two, drown yourself in affirmations. Trust me, I wouldn't do this to you unless I had to, but affirmations work. You don't have to say them in the mirror. You don't have to hug yourself or buy a special rainbow journal with a lock on it to write them down. But if you want to turn the ship around, you need to rewire your brain and train it to think differently. And this is what affirmations can do for you. Figure out which affirmations you need to hear the most and repeat them all day long in your head, in the car, while you're taking a walk down the street pretending to be on the phone under your breath in the line at the DMV. Write them on post-it notes. Stick them around your home, on your mirrors, in your refrigerator, in your car. Write down your favorite affirmations 10 times every morning, 10 times every night before you go to bed and say them out loud. Here's some affirmation specifics to self-love. Pick one or two that work for you and pummel yourselves with these. I deserve and receive massive amounts of love every moment of every day. I am one with the universe. The universe is awesome and so am I. My heart is open, love pours in and out. I receive all the good that life has to offer me. I am brilliant, bright and beautiful. I love how tall I am and I love the size of my ass or whatever. If none of these work, come up with some that don't make you gag, but strikes a nerve with you. The more emotion you feel around what you're saying, the more power it will have to bring about positive change. And yes, at the beginning, it may feel like you're lying to yourself, but the truth is you're living the lie. So the affirmation is getting you back to the truth. This can't just be rattling off nonsense either. You have to feel it, want it, and get worked up by it in order for it to work. Three. Do things you love. When you constantly deny yourself the people, food, things, and experience that make you feel the most alive, that sends a pretty lousy message home. Look at your life and see where you're letting yourself down. If you hear yourself saying things like, I love going out to see live music. I can't remember the last time I did it. Make time. Yeah, we're all busy. But it's people who make enjoying their lives a priority who, uh, yeah, enjoy their lives. 
right now there are thousands of people all over the world at yoga retreats overlooking the ocean dancing their asses off at an outdoor music festival or whooping it up on the disney cruise line of their dreams Really listen to how you speak and pay attention to what you do. Make a conscious effort to increase your joy in whatever capacity you can. It can be anything from spending a weekday afternoon with a great friend to quitting your hateful job to buying a pair of completely impractical but completely awesome new shoes to going on a surf vacation in Costa Rica. It's about being proactive about creating a life that you love instead of just meekly living the one you think you're stuck with. Give yourself the gift of a joyous life while you're still among the land of the living. Also, if you're the kind of person who puts everyone's needs first, start putting yours first. Those who are used to you being their personal assistant will still love you, even though they'll be somewhat grouchy that you're not waiting on them hand and foot anymore. Buy the new pair of jeans. Open a savings account. Hire someone to do your dishes. Make your kids clean out the cat box. You aren't a selfish person for taking care of yourself. You're a happier one. Take care of yourself as if you were the most awesome person you have ever met. Four, find a replacement. We've got to find, we've gotten so used to our negative knee-jerk reactions to ourselves that we never think to question them. We simply take them as the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But once we become aware of our thoughts and patterns and behaviors, we can consciously change them. So, Start paying attention. What runs through your mind when you look in the mirror? What happens inside you when you see someone totally succeeding at something you'd love to do, but have never let yourself try? What do you think and feel when you walked up to a group of really good-looking, successful people? Or when you try your best to pull something off and fail? Or when you get dumped by someone who's totally awesome and hot? Or when you walk around all day with your fly open. Or when you leave your coffee on the roof of your car and drive off. When you let a friend down. When you stub your toe on the kitchen table for the tenth time. When you forgot your dad's birthday. When you snap at someone who didn't deserve it as harshly as you gave it to them. Notice the verbiage that runs through your mind where you're being your most heinous to yourself. And come up with new improved responses. For example, if every time you look in the mirror, your first thought is, yikes, make a conscious effort to change it to, well, hello, gorgeous. If you have a complicated relationship with your father and beat yourself up every time you say something awful to him, replace, I'm a monster, with, I'm just a little bunny working through my issues here. And then, of course, learn to apologize. If your standard response to screwing something up is, ugh, Her royal clumsiness strikes again. Replace it with, alright, what can I learn from this? The most important thing is to free yourself from the drama and the conviction that your current version of yourself is the truth. I don't care if you're all easy for you to say. You don't have a nose that makes you look like someone parked a yacht on your face. Because one day, you would see some fancy, famous fashion mock model with a nose far bigger than yours who has decided that she's gorgeous anyway and suddenly you'll feel beautiful and confident and all proud of your nose just the day before you were considering getting it sawed off this is literally how ridiculous we are do not spend your life clinging to the insulting decisions you've made about yourself instead make the conscious choice to replace them with new and improved ones five ditch the self-depreciating humor 
insist incessant self-depreciating humor is for losers. I get it. It can be hilariously funny, and I'm totally guilty of it from time to time. And there's nobody I'd more enjoy backing over with my car than the guy who can't laugh at himself. But I'm talking about the non-stop self-flagligation. I suck fest. Ripping on yourself gets old. Fast. Especially if it's your stick. So if you're the one of those people who falls back on making fun of yourself every hour on the hour, not only are you basically begging people to think you're a loser, but you're begging yourself to think you're a loser. It's like hitting yourself over and over with a crowbar. And why on earth would you do that to your awesome self? What you tell yourself on a daily basis is more powerful than you know. Seemingly harmless jokes over time turn into seriously destructive beliefs. Our thoughts become our words, and our words become our beliefs, and our beliefs become our actions. Our actions become our habits, and our habits become our realities. So, if your favorite joke is that you couldn't get a date if you demanded one at gunpoint, and you spend every Saturday night alone, you need to come up with a new one-liner. And most importantly, constantly making fun of yourself is such a cheap way to be funny. Anyone could do it. Push yourself to come up with a new script. Your confidence and we humor snobs will thank you. Six, let the love in. Receive compliments gracefully instead of countering it with a disclaimer such as, oh, this ready thing? Try instead. Thank you. Period. Take care of your body too. We, if we're anything like me, run around doing all our busy work with our poor bodies flapping behind us like old wind socks. When we're pressed for time, it's often, often the first thing to get overlooked. I've got five meetings today. I'll do my yoga tomorrow and have a power bar for lunch. Meanwhile, during our little sojourn here on earth, we need our bodies more than they need us. Say nice things about your body. Dress it up. Take it out. Give it a hot sex. Luxurious baths and massages. Move it. Stretch it, nourish it, hydrate it, pay attention to it. The better your bodies feel, the happier and more productive we are. 7. Don't compare yourself to others. Have you ever done something that you're so proud of and feel on top of the world until, until you see that someone else has done something similar to that? And in your mind, better, and all of a sudden you feel sad? Comparison is the fastest way to take all the fun out of life. It's none of your business what other people are doing. All that matters is that you're enjoying yourself and pleased with what you're creating. It's precisely your uniqueness that makes you awesome. Deciding that someone else's uniqueness is better than your own isn't exactly being your own best buddy about things. Can you imagine what our world would be like if our biggest heroes succumbed to the perils of comparison? If Marilyn Monroe had compared herself to Kate Moss and decided she needed to lose her curves? Or if the guys in Led Zeppelin compared themselves to Mozart? Dude, that guy's huge. Way huger than we are. He doesn't even have a drummer. I think we should get rid of ours and maybe add some harps while we're at it. Yeah, you are more than enough. Avoid comparison like the plague. 8. Forgive yourself. Listen up. This one's extremely important. So, you've screwed up in the past. You will screw up again. Every human is born with the ability to make spectacular mistakes. You are not alone. Screwing up is not your special skill. Get over it. Dragging around guilt and self-criticism is beyond unhealthy and is utterly pointless, not to mention boring. You aren't a better person for feeling guilty or bad about yourself. You're just a sadder one. 
Get clear on this one truth. Guilt, shame, and self-criticism are some of the most destructive forces in your life, which is why forgiving yourself is one of the most powerful. Here's an excellent way to do it. Think of a specific thing that you did that you feel really bad about. Call it up in your mind. Feel it in your body. Repeat the following over and over while thinking of it and really feeling what you're saying to yourself. (sighs) Holding on to my bad feelings about this is doing nothing but harming me and me and everyone else and preventing me from enjoying a life fully. I am an awesome person. I choose to enjoy my life and I choose to let this go. Repeat this until you feel a sense of freedom and lightness around your issue. It may take a week. It may take several months. It could happen right away. But however long it takes, do it. Because if you want to be free, you have to put in the time. In chapter 15, I'll give you some more tips on forgiveness and letting go. And if you need to apologize to someone, pick up the phone. Do it. 9. Love yourself. Because it's the holy grail of happiness.